Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to episode 66 of the First Exchange Podcast with me, your host, Lydia Daydahl. Well, you guys know I love my spirituality and you know I love delving into speaking to mediums, uh, anyone with a bit of clairvoyancy, anyone that has anything to do with the spiritual realm, I am such a fan of. So I was absolutely delighted to get my next guest on, uh, Gronya Tyndall. Um, I first met Gronya, I done a session with her um, a couple of months ago. Um, and I was searching for, searching for answers, should we say. So who is Gronya Tindall? Well, she is an international numerologist. Uh, she's a life skills consultant, a soul reader, an NLP practitioner, a spiritual healer, and a workshop facilitator. So you can imagine a wealth of experience. She's been working in this area for over 25 years. I came across her because of my love of astrology, my love of uh, numerology, which I was starting to learn a little bit about, but I, I wanted to know more. And I figured the best way to find out more about it would be to do a session with her and see what she came back with. So um, in the podcast, Gwanya goes through exactly what numerology is and how you um, would get an understanding for it, how she would do a reading. But it's basically through your name and your date of birth and what comes back. Um, it's all about your soul, your soul's purpose and your journey here and what you're here for. So everything that you know that I absolutely love. So it was an absolute pleasure to get her in. Um, and she was fascinating. It was a, a fascinating chat that I know you guys are going to absolutely love. So without further ado, I will let you go and enjoy episode 66 of the First Exchange podcast with numerologist Gwanya Tindall. Gronya, welcome to the studio. It's lovely to be here. Thank I'm you for having me. so delighted for you to come in for a bit of a backstory for the listeners. Um, we done a session. We did. A numerology session a couple of weeks ago and um, I was fascinated by it. Great. And um, I've been on my own uh, journey of exploration, the spiritual realm, trying to understand some questions that I have within and mm -hmm. understanding where I am, who I am, what's my purpose um, and through that, I came across yourself and, and the work you're doing um, within numerology. Um, so I said it to you on the session. You I did. said, I have a podcast. <laughs> and I followed up. <laughs> and you need to come on. So uh, we, we changed it a couple of dates here and there, but I'm delighted now we finally got you in. Oh, How's great. things? Things are really good. Um, yeah. I'm very busy at the moment mm -hmm. because I guess people are going through such massive change really in yeah. life you know I suppose these last 13-14 months I think will go down in history as one of the most extraordinary times for yeah. us anyway for our generations yeah um and for me work-wise um and just supporting people it's been really busy so I'm really honored and lucky to be able to do it absolutely um so there'll be a lot of people um listening who will be like numerology what in the name of God is that? Indeed. How would you describe numerology and what you do? Sure. Well, I, I'm an international numerologist and uh, numerology and I'm a soul seer mm -hmm. as well. And so I very much work with people's souls to help them to discover and uncover what it is they're here to, to do and experience and to learn. So the soul is the real us. The mm -hmm. soul is the part of us that is infinite. And it's not religious per se. Mm -hmm. It's more about, you know, the energy of who you are. Yeah. And so where numerology comes in, and numerology is actually a science of numbers, and it's been around for thousands of years. And it very much works with what I do because I use numerology as my cover yeah. <laughs> to uh, to get through into helping people what their soul's journey is and mm -hmm. what they're here to actually experience and do. So numerology, um, good old Pythagoras. Remember Pythagoras' yes, theorem, the vein of my life. I hated maths in school. I hated yeah. them with the passion. <laughs> and it's ironic that I'm a numerologist. Yeah. But 
uh, I find numbers much more interesting as personalities and sort of more about energy as opposed to the mathematical equations. Yeah. So um, Pythagoras, um, he used it, in fact, for his schools of philosophy uh, about 10,000 years ago. And he it was all orally done, so he would pass it on. It was never written down. Mm-hmm. So it was passed down to generations, normally on the male side. Mm-hmm. And um, then as time went on and generations went on, it became more recognised. Yeah. And it was really in the last n- number of hundreds of years that it's really been recognised as something that is actual science. Mm-hmm. That's... I I um kind of in this exploration myself and and you know looking at you know speaking to different people whether different mediums of spirituality and 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 different things over the last couple of years I'm always um you know when I'm telling people that maybe are a little bit skeptical of that mm-hmm. I love anything that you can say it comes from a scientific background because oh, usually yeah. people who are skeptical they're very pro science yes. and the the sort of the conversation of the spiritual world and or what's next or who we are and what our purpose is here is usually a very way out of that and it's mm. kind of with you know with astrology and that's for a newspaper and yes. you know they don't really understand that there is actual mm-hmm. you know everything's been sort of uh, watered down i suppose when we look at astrology and stuff but if you go back to the root of it yes you know, there is there is a lot there that that, that is to be uncovered. See, everything is one. Everything is connected. Yeah. You know, and when we recognize that, you know, that we are on this earth mm-hmm. at this time to experience what we're here to experience. And the more we get to know who we are yeah. um, and the more information you have, as good old Shakespeare said, know thyself. Mm-hmm. Um, very badly quoted. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> in a Dublin accent. But but the thing is, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I just believe that, you know, we are here to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And And again, when you know who you are and even for parents, for example, when a child is born, your your date of birth is hugely significant because that's the day you made your entrance into physical form, your soul, as is your name, as is the family into which you're born. Mm -hmm. And from the moment you arrive in, you know, you're literally whisked off and you're weighed and you're measured and you're given a name. And every single part of that has an energy attached to it. Yeah. And that's what makes it so interesting. So what is the, the, the relevance to, we'll say, the name and the date of birth because I'm, I'm trying to get that um, you know understanding out to the people who are listening who maybe mm-hmm. don't understand it and and what that importance is and how that your name your date of birth and, and when you do come into the world how that affects you and your mm-hmm. your sort of life path I suppose or your life mm-hmm. plan absolutely well anything I share is kind of a lot of it is my belief and I've been doing this for over 25 years now mm-hmm. and I've been helping people figure out um, why they're here and what's the right time to do things and what's the soul's path Mm -hmm. so when um before we come into the earthly form i believe that we very much choose the family and the circumstances Mm -hmm. into which we're born so we choose our parents whether they're together or not or whether we like them or loathe them Mm -hmm. um a lot of the time in my generation i meet a lot of people who had been adopted yeah so that would make it a little bit more interesting in that the people would have a with birth parents who they may not know plus they have parents that brought them up or other circumstances Mm -hmm. so um from the moment the light hits the maturity gland and you're in right and the child screams i'm back yeah so so what happens (laughs) is you know you come back in and therefore i believe we've been here many many many, yeah i was just just about to (laughs) get a mental note so i'll ask you to go into that now after yeah oh i love that (laughs) and uh we could even talk about other planets if you wanted but we'll stick with planet earth anyway (laughs) and uh, it's, it's a hard enough place to be at most times but so when you come into the earthly form, therefore you are um, your date of birth is mm-hmm. the, literally the, ta- the day you came in. So we, I as a numerologist look at the date of birth. Mm-hmm. Each number has significance. So the day you're born, the month and the year mm-hmm. and it's all added up. And then the name you're given. I'm always fascinated with names because a lot of the time I've done it myself with three of my children. You know, we tend to give a name of maybe a grandparent or uh, so forth, great grandparent, uh, mother or father. And what happens is the children actually take on the energy of that name. And a lot Mm -hmm. of the time it's unfinished business. Yes. So a lot of my work at the moment, uh, Lydia, is to do with family healing, Mm -hmm. uh, family constellation, uh, working at healing the generational so that we can have a good time. Mm -hmm. This is actually very um, a a subject that I have spoken to. Actually, just at the weekend, I was speaking to a good friend of mine about um, her her own work that she's done with healing generational trauma Mm -hmm. on her mother's side. And, you know, 
the the lady that she's been working with for years and it's something that's so interesting to me because you know as children you know from from my own experience we don't necessarily um always go to our parents and kind of say so tell me about you and tell me about you know your experiences in life and you know what things that maybe have been traumatic for you we we, I know for myself I've never had that conversation with my parents Mm -hmm. and so we have this almost like the burden of the generational trauma that's carried down from generations and we may not be aware of it yes and how do we find out what that trauma is and how do we heal from it yes and it seems it seems like such a um a vast and wide open space to kind of journey you're into mm-hmm. and um you know if you don't have the knowledge or if you don't have the um what is it that we say uh the the spirit you know what's what's that quote uh when the student is ready the master the yeah, master will appear you know if you don't have the master you don't have the the guide mm-hmm. in your life and how do we get started mm-hmm. on that journey well, I remember years ago, um, someone saying to me uh, these words, gee, you are you, mm. guru. So it's, yeah. it's very much about... Oh, very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I just thought, hmm. So that means that very much we are our own gurus. And of course, teachers will appear and we're all teachers to each other. And I really believe that. Yeah. And of course, the ego can kick in and say, mm. I'm the master of numerology. Yeah. Uh, I have lots of experience, but it doesn't mean I'm the master. I'm continuously learning mm. and developing myself to or in order to be able to help people around the world. Yeah. But it's a very good question you're asking there, Lydia, because I see it all the time. And I, as a numerologist, we look for patterns in numbers. Mm-hmm. So when numbers are repeated, it means there's an extra sort of energy or vibration attached to it. Yeah which means that they're not something to look at and maybe to work with. Mm-hmm. And um, certainly for what I see with the names we say, we call mm-hmm. our children, uh, like a great aunt Matilda, you know, who could have ended up, you know, having a baby out of whatever wedlock back yeah. in the 1800s and was sent off to a psychiatric hospital, right, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. And her child taken from her. And the trauma of that mm-hmm. can literally, if it hasn't been talked about, and a lot of it can be secrets, as we know here yeah. in good old Ireland. Yeah. And what happens is that reappears has to be healed so it tends to repeat itself in future Mm -hmm. generations so when we take accountability for the life that we are living yeah now we can't take on the the burdens of the past but we can acknowledge it and heal it yes and that's what makes it so fascinating you know because it is very scary to think that you could be somewhere inside you carrying the trauma of something that your ancestors went through in the 1800s. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's a lot of that's a yeah. lot of trauma <laughs> carrying it's down on a Friday. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's are you able to explain how it um, unfolds or how it travels down? Is it yeah. is it that energy that's just kept from within and the. Yeah. Within the womb, with the the mother, is that sort of where we're looking at? It's fascinating because it's said that when, for example, I'll use my own story. Yeah. My my grandmother, her name was Koch or Kate. And when she was pregnant with my mother, now this mm-hmm. is a long time ago, 90 something years ago. Um, uh, my mother at that time, when a, when a daughter or a woman, a, a child, a baby is five months gestation, mm-hmm. all of her eggs are formed. So uh, and so therefore, technically, I was in my mother's womb, 90, well, in my grandmother's womb, 90 something years ago. Wow. So all of us were. This is science. Yeah. Bruce Lipton talks about this. So so therefore, yeah, he's fab. So therefore, even though the eggs were unfertilized, I was part per se, Mm -hmm. myself and my sister. So my grandmother went through a lot of trauma. She um, lost five children, adult children, you know, children between the age of 10 and 20. So she carried that. Mm. So when I was very young, I was very, very intuitive and very sensitive and could see things and hear things. But I had a terrible sense of loss around me. I could never figure out, even though I was happy per se, Mm. there was a grief that was I couldn't explain it. And it's only in recent years through my studies and all the things I've done, I realized I've been carrying my grandmother's trauma. Mm, through wow. the sense of grief now I haven't been miserable all my life most people yeah. know I've been around and about all around the world but yeah. but there's been that deep sense so that's just a sort of an example um, now there could be much more serious things and there could be much lighter things but ultimately it's about breaking patterns and when mm-hmm. we acknowledge it and get some support maybe with someone like myself or a therapist you can therefore get help yeah and what would you say is the most common 
um, theme or thread that you see coming through to, to people who, you know, would it be a lot of people like me that are just inquisitive, that are just wanting, you know, I was kind of going to you looking for answers that I didn't think I had questions for, you know, I was just looking for anything, you know, give me any sort of information. And then, you know, just an inquisitiveness on it and, you know, take information for it. So where, what would you see? What would be the most common um, complaint or query that you get through? Well, it can be a variety of things. And I, I meet all ages, mm -hmm. you know, probably I meet sometimes parents bring children or, you know, this was before I was able to see people. I do everything on Zoom now anyway. Yeah. But it could be, you know, usually about relationships. Yeah. Now, not just necessarily romantic relationships. It can be how we relate, you know, yeah. you know, um, young people with their parents or there could be husbands, wives, kids and their parents and so forth. Yeah. Um, and also, I would find a lot of people are looking for their purpose in life. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you see, our purpose doesn't always mean it's our careers. Mm. Our purpose or our dharma is to be of service. Yeah. It doesn't mean servitude, though. Mm. It means service. So it's to leave a legacy yes. and, and not necessarily a million euro, which would be nice. Yeah. But it's it's more about leaving a legacy of remembrance, you know, mm. someone and what they or she or yeah. he did. Um, and it's really important that when you find that, when you recognize that you are here for a reason. And I always say this by virtue of the fact that we're on the earth right now, we're mm. worthy of being here. Yes, we, we've all I believe we've all chosen to be through this whole experience and life, yeah. you know, and when our time is up, that's mm -hmm. when we make our song song. <laughs> Absolutely. And I always feel that. Um, you know, and again, I, I, I will be careful with how I phrase this because I'm not saying it would heal all of people's problems. But if people had a better understanding of that mm. and felt more worthy of being here, mm. maybe they wouldn't um, feel so many hardships, we'll say, with, you know, the things that come with not feeling worthy mm. or not finding their place or knowing their place, Yes, you know, or not feeling um, like they belong to anything. Because yes. I think if you understand that the very fact that you're here means that you're here for a reason and mm -hmm. you have the capability to go on and do something great, no matter what it is, yes. then I think it would, you know, it would heal a lot of people and, and put them in the right direction, I suppose. Yeah, is what I'm I agree. And, and, you know, I know the ego can kick in and say we have to be out there and become, you know, like X Factor, which yeah. is fine, by the way. <laughs> but it's it. I love all that. But it's <laughs> more about, you know, just being of service every day. Yeah. And, and there's a story I usually use. Uh, it always comes to mind, you know, Wayne Dyer. He was one of my. No. Oh, he's a well, he died a few years ago, but he was a wonderful sort of modern day philosopher. And I followed his work for years, Wayne Dyer. And he wrote some great books. Um, he wrote hundreds of books, but he wrote really one. The one I like is there's a spiritual solution to every problem. Wow. And I quite like that. Now, he told a story where he had brought a team of people from America, all these rich Americans. He brought them to Assisi yeah. um, on a tour. And uh, he was going around, you know, he said, prophesizing and telling them this, that and the other. He used to be really tongue in cheek. Yeah. And they had to go to a bathroom at one point and they were lining up to go to the bathroom. And there was an old man and he was basically spraying people's hands and just putting his hand out for money. And Wayne went into the loo and he thought about, he said, look at that fella. He started judging him. Right. Mm. And then he heard this voice saying, oh, there you are now, Saint Wayne, you know telling everyone how to live your life and you won't even acknowledge a man in the bathroom. Yeah. It was one of those light bulb moments. He went back out and he, he acknowledged the man and he asked him his name and he spoke to him and he realised this man was trying to provide money for like 10 of his children. Yeah. And this was his purpose, his dharma. And that was something Wayne talked about. He said it was one of those moments, this humility of this man. And people were so dismissive mm. and it sort of really sat with me it's many years ago so that's why I feel to acknowledge everyone you meet on your journey yeah even you know even if it's just somebody you're meeting on the street or so you know just just acknowledge yeah. within reason yeah and um because that's really sometimes our purpose is just to acknowledge mm -hmm. someone yeah you know and when you talk about the purpose or the dharma in the context of and you say you know it might not necessarily be your career mm. but should it should we be doing things that fall in line with their purpose or a dharma is that where um true um contentment is or alignment mm, that's a really good question um i i believe it is i believe when you're on 
you know, on track, you're on track, you yeah. know. And the more you look for the signs, the more you ask for signs. It's it's mm-hmm. it's one of those laws of the universe. Ask and you will receive. Yeah. And it's sometimes as human, we get caught up in the shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know. Yes. I mean, and the signs are like, you know, helicopters and flags and everything. And we're yeah. just ignoring it, you know. Yes. So yeah. it's again, when you know yourself, when you get to know who you are. And, there's, and by the way, it doesn't mean age is wisdom. It's not. Mm-hmm. I've met some of the wisest people and they could be children. Yeah, because they have natural wisdom, mm. you know, so I feel we do come in here again and again and again. And yeah. sometimes we bring our knowledge and wisdom, which means that as a younger child, you just seem to have the burden of the world on mm. your shoulders or you're completely free. Yeah. So it's it, there's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it just is, you know. So wait, let's look at uh, reincarnation for a second. Mm. Um, if you were to, to put your um, beliefs into a box how would it look do you believe that we're all um you you explain to me what you think where you think you are because it's so multifaceted <laughs> isn't it you there's so many different versions of, I know. of i love it well certainly from a numerology standpoint and a soul standpoint because yeah. i work with the soul um we have been here countless times, mm-hmm. sometimes thousands of times. And what happens is, I believe, we tend to incarnate with the same people again and again, but we take different roles. So okay. it's a bit like a giant soap opera, right? right? And you're the lead, you're the lead actor. Mm-hmm. And so then there's people who come in on the sides, your parents, yeah. and then brothers, sisters, if you have any. And then there's other people that come in. And then the soap opera begins right from the moment you yeah. come in. And... A lot of the time it might seem that we're out of control of controlling it, but we're not. So therefore, um, we have we tend to come back again and again as male, as female. We maybe die young, die old. Now, I know this is a very controversial subject. This is just person, my personal yeah. belief. And I cer- firmly believe that the soul, there's so much information, the soul and lessons the soul needs to learn mm-hmm. that we have to come back again. You yeah. can't just do it in one lifetime. Mm-hmm. So... Sometimes people come in and I see it who have gifts, we say, for music yeah. and no member of their family can play music or even sing. Right. Mm-hmm. Or even of an interest. And yet that music is just inherent in their soul mm-hmm. because that's coming from another experience. Yeah. Um, likewise, you know, we have karma and then there's dharma. So yeah. um, but ultimately, I believe that, yes, we do have countless lifetimes and that's where numerology can actually show you. Yeah. Uh, based on the numbers as well. Mm-hmm. Um what your past lives possibly are and and a lot of the time when I do that when I'm doing a session with someone it, it makes sense to them because they mm-hmm. may have an interest in something or they might be the exact opposite of what's going on for them yeah but I'm fascinating and I don't always meet Cleopatra or yeah. <laughs> or people like that <laughs> I meet very normal people yeah. who are just you know you know just have a very normal lives mm-hmm. you know and like I've had mainly male lives I'm definitely female in this one yeah. but I've had a lot of male lives and even as a child I'm from Dublin originally and I remember my father many years ago used to take us into the city and I used to, re- to point out houses and where people lived and, you know, things like shoe scrapers and even this beautiful building we're in. This was very familiar to me. Yeah. And um, and I remember I was only about three or four years old. My father used to t- look to me and say, how do you know these things? Mm. And I said, I don't know. I just well. knew, you know, and so it was fascinating. So what um, what? Yeah, yeah, you work where you have a job order, yeah. Um, uh, what age did you um, did you start to notice? You know, did you even notice you were different? You know, because obviously it's yourself. It's very probably very, you probably grew up with these feelings and, and probably thought that maybe all kids had it. Or mm. when did you start to to, to to feel or see things that you thought this isn't this is a little different? Oh, yeah, I've always felt different. Yeah, definitely. I came from a very kind of bohemian family, yeah. you know, um, my father uh, and parents were musicians like and uh, my father was a well-known musician and my mother was a musician and um, and they kind of had a bohemian, we had a kind of bohemian lifestyle that yeah. wasn't very religious, but my father was very spiritual, like he was big into yoga and chanting and all this. This is in wow. the 70s now, you know, Amazing, yeah. and Terran <laughs> <what you're normally laughs> and um, but I kind of took so that has been normal but I suppose for me it was um I could see I could see energy around people I could see spirits um I knew when someone was lying 
that was a big wow. one. And um, so when I went to school, I hated school with the passion. It's amazing. I, I mean, sort of real academic now, but I hated school. Yeah. And I used to, I could read the teachers. I knew what was going on. I knew, I could feel all the energy. I was so anxious. It was terrible. So I was seeing and right until I was about seven or eight. And then I kind of shut down. Mm. Um, but I had this wonderful spirit guide. Um, until I was about seven and he was this now this is the truth he was this enormous man now he he was about six seven foot he was this dark dark skin and he was always dressed in purple and gold and I used to call him Mr. Sandyman and he'd stand in my room you know my sister couldn't see him but I could see him (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I never told anyone because I was always afraid he'd disappear not really yeah and did you feel that he was um like you felt safe in his in his oh, company. Yeah. You didn't feel scared yeah. at all because I hated school. So I used to come home and I'd be crying, whatever. And because it wasn't so much the I could the work I could do that. Yeah. It was that what the atmosphere was like. It was horrendous. The I energy. Did it, horrendous school. Yeah. And you know, and and so therefore it was that sort of energy. And I'd go home and I'd see him and I'd feel safe. But then at around the age of seven or eight, for whatever reason, I, cu- I shut off mm. and I forgot. I forgot things. Until I was actually in my thir- uh, early 30s. Wow. Yeah, it came back. And it, it came back for me due to loss. And that's where that grief piece came in, you right. know, for my grandmother. Up to then, I had the greatest life. I went out gallivant and I lived everywhere and li- ended up in Canada and married my um, my ex-husband now, but married my husband and yeah. we had a great life together. And then when I came back and I had my first child at 29, it was actually uh, my second child at 31, 32, it all came back. Wow. And it just suddenly I started remembering mm-hmm. and remembering what I could see and hear. But I suppose my father, I was very close to my father. He got sick and um, with cancer and I'm the eldest. So I really took and I came home from Canada and I really took that role as being the carer and through him. And then I, you know, I was really through his loss that is subsequent death that everything just opened up. Mm. So, you know, sometimes it is through loss that we gain. Why do you think um, you had that cut off at seven or eight at the blockage? Was it just... It was kind of due to experiences that went on okay. in my life, yeah, right, okay. which weren't very nice. So um, I, at that point, I just felt right. I remember just saying, I'm going to shut down. Yeah. Which wow. which ironically mm. would have been, if I'd been able to keep, you know, open, mm. it probably would have saved me really in many ways. Yeah. But it took me for years to work through that. And then when, it, when I did, I was able to understand why. Wow. And when you say um, you were able, it's very interesting you say that you were able to tell when people were lying. Oh, yeah. What way does it show up for you? <laughs> God, that would be a nice little, <laughs> well, you see, a nice little one to have, wouldn't it? We, we, you can imagine as a child, like, you know, I'm watching these adults saying things and their auras are changing and I know they're lying. Mm. So it's auras, it's the energy. Right. Anyone can do this. I just happened to, in this lifetime to decide to come out of the psychic closet yeah. and to do it. Now, it took me years, 30 something years to come out of it yeah. again. But I, anyone can do it. You can even look at a plant or an mm. animal. Watch the energy. Look, energy firstly will go, it'll be white around a living creature. Yeah. And then you can see it expand. You know, the colours come and it's really nice. Well, yeah, H- how would you attune to it? You, is it just a matter practice. of taking stock and looking and focusing mm. and... Oh yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm any better than anyone mm. else. I just choose to work with it, you know. Yeah. Um, and any, I mean, again, maybe start with the plant, a living mm. plant, yeah. you know, and, and look at it and just you'll see a white light around it. And then you can even put your hand up to a sort of a, a blank, you know, blank wall, um, a plain wall, I should say. Yeah. And you'll be able to see white around you and then you'll be able to see colour coming if you really look. You know, yeah. it, it takes practice as with anything. It yeah. takes practice. Yeah. You know, um, and when you started out, did you find that there was a little bit of resistance, you know, oh, from people yeah. in your family or oh, people God around you? Jesus. Like yeah. my background's marketing and yeah. and I've I've worked in the medical world for years. So, um, you know, by the time I, I was married at this point and I had two children and mm. then my father died. But then I also uh, lost a baby. So that was mm. a huge loss. That was absolutely heartbreaking. And from that, I really started my quest, you know, yeah. and at the time, people, my husband, bless him, a lovely man. He really is a 
lovely man. And um, my family thought, Ashley, she's just gone through one of her mad fears. Yeah. You should be all right. But I wasn't. I started opening up to Reiki, to Reiki mm. healing. I went for hands-on healing just to try and heal the grief. Yeah. Um, I had talk therapy, all of those things. But for me, it was when I started seeing again. Mm-hmm. Like I started seeing the colours around people, the trees, the plants. I started feeling again. I started hearing. I'm clear audience, so um, I can see as well. Obviously, you know, see colours and energies. Yeah. But when I get information from spirit, it's in my right ear. Wow. Yeah. I'm Fascinating. And how, how does it come in? Like d- uh, from just listening to and, and reading on things with people who have that same gift, they would say that it you can't. You know, you can't say, OK, Friday at five, we'll tune in. You know, it comes <laughs> in at the, you know, the the, mm. the strangest of times. So for yourself, mm. when when does it come in or, or is it a collective of voices? Is it one voice? How do you hear it in your ear? Well, I, I have learned from years of doing this now that I can actually not shut it off, but I can control it. OK. Whereas when I started opening up again, it was like a runaway train. Wow. You know, now it was overwhelming because I didn't know how to control it. So it was like my guides, my angels, my you know the, the ancestors trying to talk to me. And it was like, oh, my God, you can see us and hear us, you know, and it was, yeah. you know, so I literally had to learn how to shut it off um, so I can sleep. Because sleep mm-hmm. would, was torture because I wasn't getting any sleep, you know, yeah. because there was all these information coming in. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like a, it's a knowing. Um, it's clairsentient as well. So I sense it. But it's also this I do hear it. I hear it so clearly. And I'm always given clues or very clear signs to give to people yeah. that this is for them and they understand what that means. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I, I say I'm like the puppet, and yeah. uh, which I am. And, and the puppeteers work their magic mm-hmm. through me and I'm on you know I'm very grounded you you know me Lydia you've yeah. met me uh, well I don't think we've actually physically no, met we, but we, you never know we could have somewhere <laughs> down the line growing you <laughs> I feel very relaxed in your company so we could have <laughs> well you know like you know I'm very grounded yeah. I, you know I, I've had a very interesting life but I, this is a gift I mm-hmm. um, you know know I have to work with till the day I take my last breath this is what I'm signed up to do and I feel when you do it with love and you do it with integrity which I believe I do yeah. that's where I'm real you know mm-hmm. and there are I mean there are lots of people in any profession who maybe take advantage of things yeah. but that's not really what I focus on I focus on helping people to be the best version of who they mm-hmm. are and that's what I hope I do absolutely and you know is there ever um uh I know there's that you you'll get in an individual message for the person that you're working with but is there ever kind of um something from your guides like a, a general mm. understanding or a general message that they would like to give to us in, in this human form oh yeah well, it's interesting it was last february 2020 um i have amazing dreams like i go off to other dimensions that they're amazing they're incredible yeah. dreams so i remember i woke up it was february the it was about the 20th of february and i woke yeah. up bolt upright and i went I had this horrible sense of dread. It was the most awful. And I said, oh, something terrible is going to happen, you yeah. know. And um, it was obviously, the, you know, the pandemic or what's yeah. about to occur. And mm-hmm. and just I knew there was something seriously wrong. I just felt the energy. And, um, and sure enough, I remember thinking, I wonder what that's about. And I just sort of sat with it and said, OK, show me. And I could kind of I wasn't sure what it was, but mm. it was definitely global. I knew that. Yeah. But I knew from 2020 that we're in for, you know, experience because numerology wise 2020 is all around the heart the heart mm. chakra because the, t- the 20 and 20 adds to a four yeah. um and that's the heart and it's all around you know um coming home to self mm. and the heart of the home literally yeah. you know and we've all been we'd all been locked down yeah. from you know per se but i feel this has been one of the greatest things that's ever happened to the world it's a new beginning mm. which is what we're leading up to now Yes. But yeah, that would have been one of those moments. Um, and of course, you know, I, I'd hear things and see things and I would never do it now without being in a session. I would yeah. never infiltrate anyone's, you know, energy field or auras um, in order to, you know, ask questions or anything like that. Yeah. I'd never do that because that's totally infiltrating, you know. Yeah. It's only when I'm working with someone. So w- when you say this kind of new period that we're moving into, because there is... um you know, this kind of narrative that's out there at the moment, regardless of, of where your stance is with regard with everything that has happened over the last year, but a lot of those within will say the spiritual realm have 
kind of welcomed this that it's it's almost like awakened a lot of people mm. you know and mm. and um people starting to ask more questions and whatever the questions might be why they're here you know turning to more of a spiritual path but there is this sort of undercurrent of this new awakening that's 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 coming forward how would you describe what's coming or you know because again a lot of people will listen and say I don't really understand what that means Mm -hmm. that there's a kind of a new awakening come how how would you put your words on it sure well 2020 I know you've probably heard this one before 2020 vision so it's very much about the balance piece and the two being the collective yeah and also about you know choices and decisions yeah so as we head into 2021, which we're now currently in in May, um, 2021 adds to a five. And the five energy is all about change, mm-hmm. change, change, change. And that's perfect for today, isn't it? Yeah. Five, five, five. Well, we're recording it on yeah, the fifth it's today. of the fifth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, it's very much about transformation. So mm-hmm. for me, I believe, again, I would go back to what I had said earlier about being, I work with cycles as mm-hmm. a numerologist. So I look for patterns in people's yeah. charts and I also love history. So I look for historical patterns. We're, we're actually going through what went on in the dark ages. We've mm-hmm. just left the dark ages. We're about to leave it. And if you recall in the dark ages around 1300s or thereabouts, it led on to the Renaissance. Mm. And that was the, you know, rebirth. And that's yeah. exactly what we're going through. Equally, it went through, there is, there was such a place as Atlantis. Atlantis did exist. And it was a place that was run by free energy. All of those things, mm. which I believe will happen this year here. You've heard it here on this podcast. I believe that we will have free energy. You know, right. Tesla, you know, Nikolai Tesla would have worked with this, but it was actually not allowed to be utilized. Yeah. So I believe that's what's going to happen. Wow. And yeah. how will that affect us as in our human form? Like, how will we be affected by that? Great. We'll have free electricity and really free it will be that. It will be that. Yeah. That simple. Oh, yeah. And then we can operate all cars and we can operate all everything on wow. free, free, uh, free energy. Wow. It's definitely possible. I really believe it will really? happen this year. I really do. How exciting. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it's, um, you know, and this, th- th- for even for myself, just like looking back on the last year is like, there's been a truth in it. Mm. Even with people in your life. It's like, it's like as if everyone's truth has just been laid bare. Yeah. And everyone's fears and anxieties and, you know, where, I, I almost feel like where you stand with people mm-hmm. is put on a plate on yeah. top of their head. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so you can see exactly where you stand with people. Mm. You, you can see exactly who has, what well, I would say, the same heart as you. Yes. Um, you know, people who are asking the same questions as you. And, and although there is, from my own experience, there's been a few moments where, you know, I've been let down by people. There's also been um, this, oh, it's almost like your tribe will appear, mm-hmm. you know, of oh, people yeah. who, who are, are of the same heart mm. as you almost, that's you know, which is. That's exactly it. And it, it is about the collective. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's also about um, this freedom piece is so yeah. important because if you look at the numbers 555, I said this this morning on another show I was on, 555 in numerology is the words N-E-W. Wow. It's quite extraordinary. You can look it up. And um, I I just find that we are now embracing, again, we're coming into the Renaissance period Mm -hmm. where we're literally going to, it's the rebirth. So for those, like you say, your children, um, you know, they're going to talk about this time. That Mm -hmm. was when the whole world changed and people started to talk to each other and people, and this is not just, you know, airy fairy. This is real. Like when we get out of all this, I cannot wait. I can't wait to go to a bar and be talking to people and chatting away again as normal. Whereas before, before we'd all got very insular like mm. you know and again phones and you know not talking with other yeah, people yeah yeah separated yeah, disconnected disconnected yeah. now we're coming connected again mm-hmm. and we have to start with ourselves so we have yeah. to strip back like what you've gone through there Lydia talking about different things and people and so yeah. forth but ultimately this is always about you I think mm-hmm. we should have t-shirts it's all about me yeah because <laughs> I, I, I do believe that because when you know thyself again here yes. we go good old Shakespeare yeah. you will be able then to be you know able to move forward and be able to embrace this time Mm -hmm. and go bring it on because it is absolutely fundamental life change yeah amazing you said I'm having kids there am I having kids (laughs) (laughs) if you want them (laughs) (laughs) it's funny I done a um, a cacao ceremony a week ago um, with a a breathing workshop and um, in the meditation a vision was presented to me of me with three kids lovely so I was like you know it was just such a I was telling my brother at the weekend but um uh and it was a wild little 
moment where I was like, this is insane. <laughs> but uh, fingers crossed it happens mm-hmm. or see what's there. But um, what I was going to say to you about the, you know, everyone being capable of having a certain degree of intuition or, you know, that maybe as society now, we are so disconnected from ourselves. We're not uh, fully capitalizing on, we'll say, the gifts that we have. Mm. And so I wanted to um, uh, ask you about that because, like I said, with myself, and again, I can only go off my own experiences. But in the last couple of years, I've had um, when I, I'm doing Reiki or I'm, I'm in a deep state of meditation myself at home, I will have a voice come in, which I don't recognize as my own and I don't recognize as my subconscious. Um, it's a very calming voice and it always sort of gives me an answer to a question that I know is right, mm-hmm. but maybe I don't want to to hear, you know, like if I'm whatever it might be, it'll just tell me the right thing. It's always guiding me to the right Mm-hmm. answer mm-hmm. and I I'm on this sort of journey myself of, of wondering you know a lot of people that I've spoken to have said it's your soul mm-hmm. um a lot of people have said it's your guide you know it's different things and establishing whether in, in fact that is who I'm speaking to or mm-hmm. am I absolutely nuts and no. you know <laughs> but a week ago um I woke up I was just about, I was in bed, I was about to go sleep, but I woke up like somebody was screaming in my ear saying, go home, you need to go home. And I text the girl, my friends in my WhatsApp group and I was like, God, lads, I'm after getting this really weird, you need to go home. Mm. And I said, it's after scaring me because it actually sounded like I, I woke up with fear thinking that someone was right next to my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, oh, you know, a friend of mine's dad had passed the week previously. So they were like, you're probably just thinking about the grief and I've been at the mm. funeral and different things. Um, and then Friday, my granddad died. Oh. So I believe that it was some kind of now that I'm, think, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, there is some sort of like something inside me that was saying mm. you need to go home. It's a time to go home to be with your parents or, or around that. Mm. And when I got home on Friday, the night he died early Saturday morning, but I had this just like, uh, I need to go see him. But it was late when I got home. So my dad was like, look, we'll go in the morning and we'll mm. see him and that'll be it. Um, <clears throat> but it was like a draw. As soon as I got back down to Waterfall, I was like, go see him, go see him. And obviously I didn't. I said, I'd go see him in the morning, but he died during the night. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like, you know, um, I have a magic power, but I feel like it's your gut. It's your intuition. Yeah. And I suppose my question is, how do we, um, uh, how do we, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, how do we tap into that? Mm. And how do we listen more to what's within yeah. us? It's a brilliant. It's really a good question. And I suppose just to answer what you asked there, per yeah. se, for yourself, we said, yeah. like, your soul has a contract. Before you came in, mm-hmm. right, you as Lydia and me as Grania, yeah. we, we had contracts. Number one, we said about the parents and yeah. where we are in the lineup and all this. Yeah. And so, therefore, what happens is we um, uh, remember the contract. So we come through, we go into the experience and then we forget our contracts, I should say. Okay. And then as things happen, we suddenly have a remembrance. OK, this is very significant. This mm. person I'm about to meet could be my husband or wife. Wow. This this um, and you kind of go, there's a knowing. Mm. It's almost like, it, again, this could be all without even recognizing it, but there's somewhere within your context of who you are. Yeah. So that's we have a soul contract and that's what I help people with to disguise understand who they are and what their soul contract is that's mm-hmm. what we do I do so therefore for you with your granddad he would have been a part of your soul contract yeah. obviously he's your grandfather and on some level on some many many levels you knew his passing was coming because you would have known so therefore you would have been reminded wow now, I very much believe it is your soul your soul is the real you yeah but also we do have spirit guides and we do mm-hmm. have angels that work with us so therefore you, we have to ask Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that is very simple. It's like if you want, if you're lost, you ask for directions. Yes. So if you have if one has a spiritual practice, be it walking in the forest or walking by the sea or just walking to the park every day mm-hmm. as your practice, it doesn't have to be religious. Yeah. Because as we can see, all of the old paradigms are cra- collapsing. Yeah. The church, the state, the political systems, yeah. the medical, everything's collapsing right now, which mm-hmm. is brilliant because it's the dark ages. We're making our way into the new. Yeah. So here we are. Um, and so on many levels, you know, it, I suppose intuition is tuition from within. 
So when you have that intuition, that's really good. Intuition is tuition tuition from from within. within. So when you quiet in our minds, when we shut off the phones, the 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 televisions, the distractions, Mm. and we just even breathe, we don't have to go into the lotus position and chant, right? Like Charlie (laughs) did. Stand on your head. No, we don't. (laughs) We can walk in nature. You know, sometimes maybe taking the earphones off instead of listening to music, which I adore, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, But just literally silencing. Just silent. It means you're, you're going to have, th- we have 80,000 thoughts mm-hmm. a day. Like yeah. it's very difficult, but we can go into the feeling. Mm-hmm. So when you feel joy or you feel peace, therefore you start to then be able to connect in. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is ask and say, I'd like a really obvious sign, please. Yeah. That's what I do. Is that easy? Yes. We make it difficult. Why do we make it difficult? What is it about us? I'd say humans? fear. Okay. <laughs> I'd say so fear. would you be of the belief that we come from a land or maybe not even a land I come from a, a realm that manifestation is as real as anything and we can manifest absolutely anything that we want but when we get into our human form absolutely. we forget that absolutely I mean I had a near-death experience personally oh, wow um it was after my fourth child um and I um was in a dark place mm. and I remember just saying because I believe again this is just my belief I believe we have three times that we can leave mm. part of our contract three wow. times so this was obviously was my second time it was the first time I could have drowned that was another story in Greece and then the second time was was you know after having my fourth child yeah and I um I just kind of I was like my heart stopped and I did I did go to the other side and um, and I did experience um, that sense of going through the tunnel. Mm. And actually, I, I remember seeing a council of elders. They were just a whole like it was like an arched, an arch shaped table with men and women. And there was the men with the long white beards, you know, like yeah. the, the, you know, Merlin and Dumbledore. But there was normal people as well. Yeah. And um, they just said to me, oh, no, no, Grania, it's not your time. You've got too much to do. You have to go back. Wow. And I remember this feeling of, oh, God, I don't want to go back because it was it, honestly, there was such a sense of peace. There was such a sense of joy. And it was yeah. it was instant. And then my guides and my beautiful angels, they brought me back and I was like, whoosh, I was back. Wow. And I was fine. So it, would that be your um, perception of where we go when we leave our physical form? Oh, yeah. Well, I believe we can go to wherever we want to go. For example, my mother um, and father are both in spirit. And my mother would sometimes show me she's in a beautiful sort of garden. Mm. And it's all uh, exotic plants because she loved planting and gardening in this life. And my father loved the pub. Yeah. (laughs) He was in like a many pub. of our dads <laughs> but he was he was in a pub yeah. and and you can be wherever you want because they're not mm. human they're souls so they just had this experience and it's it is a very complicated thing but i yeah. do believe we there are different dimensions as well of course yeah. there is no punishment or judgment mm. I, ger- I genuinely believe that we only judge ourselves mm. and we can do that for everybody you know yeah so in terms of where the other context of the planets and world heavens i do believe there are different heavens mm. and i do believe there are different experiences that we all have i don't really like the word levels yeah um but i, I like different dimensions yeah and i believe it's instant manifestation wow yeah it's fab God, deadly. Deadly. <laughs> that's so Brilliant. bad. Super great. Um, it, uh, we're kind of we're closing in on the end of the hour, but um, that fast. It, it does go fast, doesn't it? And you could li- you literally you could be here for for six hours. There's so much I want to talk about. Yeah. But um, can we talk about uh, your soul? Uh, sorry, your 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 guides and your angels, mm. and how are we assigned them, and how do we? speak to them I um I believe that I do have them I don't know who they are but I know that there's something there I, f- I feel I feel people I don't not people I feel energies around my head all the time and um I I you know I I don't know anything about them I don't obviously I, I've spoke to yourself about it and different things um but how do we know them how do we speak to them and is there um should we be concerned with calling in a guide or an angel? And is there a worry that maybe a negative entity can attach to that? Like, mm. oh, I'm going to come in. Here's my opportunity. Mm. You know, is that fictional? Where, where, where do we stand with everything? Mm. No, that's great. 
we, we have, in my belief, we, and I know we have, we have one, we have one guardian angel that is assigned to us through all our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. So our guardian angel knows us better than ourselves because yeah. we're only remembering snippets yeah. of what we've been and who we are. Yeah. So therefore, there are other angels and guides that come in as you call them. Mm-hmm. So there is, it's calling in and you don't have to do anything special or, you know, fast for a hundred days. You just have to yeah. say, you know, beloved angels and guides, there are different mantras you can use. You know, mm-hmm. um, you ask for, always ask that the, for the angels and guides for the highest good and highest healing mm-hmm. to come to you. Okay. Right. Um, obviously, you know, within context, you know, I suppose it's a challenging one to answer because, um, you know, ultimately, when you're in a safe space, quiet yeah. place, and you're from a place of love, mm-hmm. you will only attract love. It's, yeah. a, it's a law. So um, spirit guides are fascinating as well because spirit guides can come as well to support you at a period of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, so, for example, um, you know, I am currently working with, you know, some some guides that are, you know, writers, for example. Mm-hmm. They were writers in this experience. Yeah. as earth they're not in earth anymore but right. they're helping me with you know communication all the time mm-hmm. i would have called them all in before i came here yeah so that's why i can talk for seven hours if you want yeah. me to yeah yeah but oh, I what have... is so fast that you, before you came in here you called them in for guidance oh i wouldn't i wouldn't go to the bathroom <laughs> go to really for guidance <laughs> really no and i mean that not being smart like yeah. I, I call guidance for everything because i feel i'm just having this experience on earth and yeah. i have all these amazing guides we all have by the way mm. these amazing guides and angels that you can call in to support you to make it better Mm. and to help you with everything you know even before I would um like you know for example drive I'd ask the angels to provide me and protect me as I drive um for my children who are traveling and whoever my Mm -hmm. animals and 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 that's what we are here to do we're here to experience this life but we don't have to do it alone that's why Mm -hmm. because we're never ever alone ever Mm -hmm. And so for those out there who may be listening, who might be struggling at the moment or, you know, going through heartache or heartbreak, it's to know that you can just ask. There's no formal Mm. way to do it. Just say, angels, show yourself to me. Go before me and prepare my way. That's Mm -hmm. what I say. Go before me and And prepare prepare my my way way today. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Oh, they're so amazing when... And when you, you know that when there's angels and guides around you, you know, when I certainly when I'm doing a session for a client, I mean, yeah. I completely tune in. I ask my team of angels and mm. guides to talk to the person. I would have done this with you, Lydia. Yeah. Um, and even this this gentleman here, yeah. you know, that, um, you know, uh, that I ask all of our teams to talk to each other so that yeah. it flows. And that's why mm-hmm. if you're going for interviews or if you're going, you know, uh, a marriage proposal, yeah. you know, ask the guides and each other to talk. And it makes things a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's a it's a it's comforting, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh gosh. It's comforting knowing that you have that idea that you can um, speak and be listened to. Yes, and you know it's to remember that we have chosen to be here. Mm. So why not make it as easy as possible? I'm not yeah. I'm not talking airy fairy that people don't go to heartache and hell. Of course they mm. do. I've seen it, yeah. um, and I've experienced stuff myself. But it is part of our soul's contract. Mm. So whilst we might be going through difficult times, ask. Yeah. You know, show me, you know, show me the way. I mean, one of the greatest things, if I can share a story. Of course. I was looking for a very, very obvious sign. This is a few years ago. And um, I said, OK, guys, I, I at the time I was living in Wexford mm. and I live near Ballymoney at the time. And I just said, right, lads, I call them the lads. <laughs> I said, right, lads, I want to see a peacock a full-blown peacock in the whole feathers mm. um, if this is correct for me. So that was it. And I said, thank you. I forgot about it. Yeah. So I decided to go for a walk with my beloved dog and I headed down to the beach and I was driving down and I could see something in the road. And I said, jeez, that's an awful big pheasant. You know, mm. now this is going to Ballymoney Beach, mind you. Yeah. And there in the middle of the road in its full glory was a peacock. Wow. And you might say that's a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe so. I believe it's two situations coinciding. Mm. So as a result, I have peacocks all over my house. People buy me peacocks. It's it's my symbol. Yes. If I need, not that I can hear them, but still sometimes I'm human. Mm. I sometimes get caught up in drama. Yeah. So then yeah, a peacock yeah. will make, literally make its appearance. Wow. So there you go. Have you ever, that's amazing. Have you ever felt in all of this, have you ever doubted yourself? No. Or doubted your your ability to do this, and said, "What if I, what if I'm bleeding just mental?" No, you know, have you ever have you ever questioned it? No, because you know you can feel it. I know, yeah. I, I know it's my purpose. So my yeah. purpose is to help 
you know, I, my purpose is to help thousands and I have and mm-hmm. I have more thousands to help yeah. to find out what their purpose is. And that's mm-hmm. what I do. I, I help people and it gives me such pleasure. Mm. You know, and I'm very lucky. I do a lot of media work and I, yeah. you know, I've been doing that for years, but it's not even that. It's more just getting the word out there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm born, well, I'm, I'm born before this, but the generation that I can, you know, use all the different social ma- media platforms. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I talk to people all over the world helping them so mm-hmm. I can do that. I can be sitting in my sitting room, you know, with mm-hmm. my dog. Yeah. So it's brilliant. And, and I just love the fact that the world is opening more to yeah. it and like your generation Lydia and you know my own children's generation are so open like the big thing around crystals and around yeah. awareness and mindfulness and you know yoga and tai chi and all those things mm-hmm. and, and people of all different ages are opening up to this and mm-hmm. this is why it is it's a joy to watch how the world is changing mm-hmm. and you're absolutely right and I definitely feel that as well that people are a lot more open but there's still uh, uh, you know people out there that who they would be skeptical or they would just not be able to sit and listen to the, what we're mm. saying and, and and not even agree with it just li- yeah. just hear it oh yeah you know yeah. um what is what is your understanding of those people who can't even sit and listen to you know the idea that there is more than just their physical form well, you know, I've, of course, I've met them. Um, yeah. Not that many. I choose, See, I'm so protected now, mm-hmm. and I mean that. Um, I, I shield myself a lot energetically, so yeah. I, I don't even encounter that anymore, yeah. you know? So, you know, people are where they're at, and, mm-hmm. you know, remembering that part of their contract might be to be that advocate, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Someone who's the, the devil's advocate, I suppose, is the right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean it in that context. I just mean it in terms of the term. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't judge them for that because, you know, wherever they're I always say people react from wherever they're at you know and it doesn't mean that I'm better I just hold space yeah and I I understand that they may be coming from a painful place Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes it takes a situation to occur in our lives like it did for me you know to lose a baby and my father today that I was able to wake up and to say oh my god there has to be more yes Mm-hmm. And so that's it. So we're all on this individual journey and it's to find your way. That's the yeah. thing. What would you uh, say are the key first steps into um, finding your purpose? Mm. A session with yourself, obviously. Well, of course. Key first step. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that would help. Yeah. Um, because obviously it would start you off. But I, I feel um, it's to have an open mind mm-hmm. and an open heart. You know, we are in a hard time, heart time, you know, and the more we open our heart to love, you know, and the more we accept and receive love, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. The more, therefore, that you can see things from a different point of view. And I feel the first thing is to to really recognize that you're not just your body. You know, you are a lot more than that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why I love this time like you know I know the law of attraction the secret and all that was back about 15 years ago or thereabouts like that brought people to really start questioning Mm. but I feel this whole pandemic per se is now getting people to look at things differently yeah and also you know in terms of what's going on right now the five that we've spoken about is to do with your throat the throat Mm. chakra so it's about free speech you know I know the censorship at the moment but it is about people speaking up and being heard Mm. so speak up be heard Try out some spiritual, you know, not necessarily religious, spiritual techniques. And mm-hmm. if I can help anybody, you know, that's what I do best. Absolutely. It's funny, um, the last couple of Reiki sessions that I've done, they've said that my throat chakra mm. has been uh, blocked. Mm. And I found it so funny because I was like, impossible. I talk for a living all yeah. the time. <laughs> and they were like, well, you have to, you know, wonder what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and what aren't you saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, speaking, speaking your throat and, yes. and yes. being afraid to do so. Yeah, and that's what's really, this is, that's why I'm fascinated by watching what's going on on the world stage, you know, Absolutely. censorship. But in fact, it's actually about speaking up and being yeah. heard and speaking mm-hmm. your truth. But that's the thing, it's not forcing. I don't believe in forcing any of yeah. my beliefs. I choose to say what I believe. It's my choice. And yeah. whatever people say is their business. But the censorship is a, a you know, I know that censorship is real and that it has existed mm. before coronavirus hit or oh, the God pandemic. Yeah. yeah. But to see it in full effect and how, you know, people are literally just being deleted off the internet mm-hmm. and w- their voices are being muted. Mm. Um, and these aren't people who are 
there's no hate speech. There's no, you know, obviously someone would be like, Donald Trump was rightly deleted off the internet. And yes, but, you know, when you look at like free speech and the, the right to be able to use whatever medium that is um, to speak your truth and, and where we're at now where people are just shutting that down because it doesn't fit an agenda or it doesn't fit a narrative is terrifying. Mm. And again, you know, I, I use that expression quite often. Nothing is as it seems. So mm. what do you while, mean by that? So while someone might present themselves as being a certain personality, shall we say? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't actually mean that they're that. It mm. means that um, they may be portray- portraying something in order to create something new and I know I'm talking riddles here but but ultimately um the free speech the whole thing I mean this is really this is a battle between light and dark at the moment yes and I really believe that Mm. and I do believe the light will prevail and I think it was Leonard Cohen who said that um it's through the through the cracks that the light can get in Mm. and you know sometimes in through the darkness times we have to have dark dark times like the dark yeah. dark ages as it was called back in the 13th century uh, to lead into a renaissance to lead mm-hmm. into a new beginning and then the reformation and all the things mm-hmm. so really this period now uh, 2021 right through to uh, certainly 2030 will be fascinating to observe wow. yeah and that coincides with astrology as well. I'm not an astrologer, but I have an interest. Yeah. Um, and the, all the characters that you mentioned there, like, you know, people like Donald and um, different, you know, not just necessarily political, but yeah. people who um, wish to speak up. Mm. Um, you see, we should, it's civil rights. That's what this year is about. Yeah. 2021. It's about the right to civilly speak mm. and be heard. And, you know, it's great to see people standing up and being in arms mm-hmm. and saying, no, no more. Yeah. In in whatever, not just necessarily with this, but whatever's going on in their experience. So you think 2030, that's when we'll come out of it? Um, I believe it'll never be the same again. Wow. We'll, no, so we'll no. never have an, that normal that we know will ever be, oh, no. never be back. But I think it'll be much better. Okay. It'll kind of go back, I feel, not even go back, it'll go to a place where people... I mean, I know, I don't know about you, Lydia, but I have really missed people, you yeah, know. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I really have. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that to be able to touch people or be connected to people mm. or to en- really to enjoy the simple things I think when you boil it down it's simple things that we yeah. miss and are now embracing again which mm-hmm. is great yeah and um so that's what I feel I, I really don't believe it can ever be the same because it wasn't working mm. there was too much of an imbalance there was too much of a a divide and yeah. so now if people start taking accountability which they are mm. which we all are and embracing this new time and moving forward with it and I do believe you know you know it, it does irk me to see people not being allowed and certainly some people I'd follow being wiped out like literally online but, yeah. but there are, people are developing new ways of doing it yeah. so there's never a wrong it's mm-hmm. it's it's just what it is amazing mm. well what a note to leave our podcast on Gronya thank you so much it's so it's fascinating I could have you here for seven hours <laughs> I'll come back again yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely um but it is is super fascinating and um you know our session that we had you we were saying of like yeah that actually <laughs> really resonates you know and it's one of those things where I'm never skeptical, but I'm always intrigued to you know I wonder what what they'll come back with mm. you know or will anything sit with me and um yeah it was really fascinating just off my name and, and my date of birth yes it and is. Uh, just to have that you know that knowing that you are you're here for a reason that you chose it and that you know there there is someone who can help assist you in finding out what your your place is and what your purpose is absolutely um yeah we're so never yeah. alone and and when you get to really like and love yourself yeah you, you'll certainly never feel alone yeah you know um you'll just embrace it mm, so that's absolutely what we do. very last question what's your kids think about all this oh should they've grown up with this yeah uh, fascinating i think um uh, two of them are traveling but um yeah. around the world but um Amazing. they're very open and they would have grown up seeing people coming and going out of my home and yeah. seeing me on tv and kissing the television and saying yeah. there's mommy yeah. you know so yeah would they, you be like don't don't start college this year i'm predicting a year the year after that's your success year well i tell you now the three of them ring me up about boyfriends all the time i'd say so and they get dates of birth and their names and everything sure i know everything about them the poor yeah. lads they haven't a hope yeah yeah brilliant <laughs> i'm like that with astrology you know my friends because i'm so big on astrology and all my friends are say 
Lydia, uh, his birthday is June 21st. And I'm like, ooh, a Gemini. Ooh, I don't know. I'm not compatible with you. You want to watch that? Or, you know, yeah, yeah. oh, it's Sagittarius. You are going to get on like a house on fire. Yeah, no, um, I do the exact same. <laughs> yours is obviously a little bit more uh, scientific than mine. <laughs> than my astrology. But uh, um, thank you so much for coming in. I pleasure. really enjoyed that. Where can everyone find out more? Um, I know you've got your own podcast as well. Isn't oh, that right? I do, yeah. My podcast is on Anchor FM. Yeah. And it's under my name, Gráinne Tyndall. Mm-hmm. And I also um, do a daily message for people. Yeah. If they're interested in that, they can contact me through www.numbers4, the number four, numbers4success.com. Brilliant. And do you have a children's book as well, is that right? Oh, I wrote a children's book in I cards. I saw that on your website. Yeah, 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 yeah. years Amazing. ago. Yeah, so they, they, they're little angel cards. I still sell them and yeah. books. Yeah, yeah, they're really nice for children to get them on the journey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, would you think that um, it's very important that we start getting our children more involved in being connected to, to themselves oh. and, and the... Well, I always believe, as I know, having reared three children, that they actually learn through you. So yeah. when we find our own accountability mm-hmm. and live our purpose, our children will automatically do that. Yeah. Like, because each of those, ch- each of my children, for example, have chosen me and their father as their parents, as mm-hmm. I love to tell them. And so therefore, um, you know, they have their own soul's journey. Yeah. But ultimately, as myself and Thomas, what we do is we love them and we're, you know, we love parenting them while they're yeah. adults. But, you know, we're there for them to love them and support them. Amazing. Well, Gronya, thank you so much for coming in. Gronya Tindall for the First Exchange podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.